Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care. In today's episode, Michelle and I talk to nurse practitioner Jackie Culver about urinary incontinence, often called LBL or light bladder leakage. Jackie is a nurse practitioner specialising in ageing, dementia and palliative care. We've enjoyed talking to Jackie about a number of topics in our podcast series. She often gets some more tricky topics, but is so fabulous at addressing them in a wise and practical way. And it's great to get some of these topics out in the open. Welcome and thanks for joining us today, Jackie. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Jackie, this is something that people may not talk about very often, but how common is incontinence? Well, I suppose in the age group that um, that I more frequently caring for it is very common and uh, statistics have shown that um, particularly women 65 years and over they're four out of every 10 women will have some incontinence and it is predominantly women who experience the the burden the larger burden of incontinence although it, it is prevalent in older men too mm-hmm. um, due to prostate um, yes uh, yeah so there's two different things but with women obviously childbirth and um, the, the the relaxing of those pelvic floor muscles definitely um, contribute um, mm. towards the fact that you know incontinence is going to be there later on in life particularly. Okay yeah. so Jackie is incontinence an inevitable consequence of aging? Well no it's not Carly it's like all aspects of aging really mm-hmm. there are many aspects that can be prevented and you will have um, heard Dr John Ward talk about um, sarcopenia and muscle wasting well it's the same for incontinence right. we have the muscle uh, the muscles at the um, in the pelvic floor muscles that um, actually hold up our pelvic floor and help us deal with incontinence if we keep those in good shape or we practice um, maintaining them then there is less likelihood for us to um, have incontinence. And, and so that's something that, um, well, that's one type of incontinence anyway. Yes, so that, that leads me to leap ahead to one of my questions about is it possible to prevent incontinence through exercise or lifestyle changes, Jackie? And earlier I was saying to Michelle, I just find the whole pelvic floor a bit of a mysterious area and a bit intangible. <laughs> you can't Which see worried it. me, Jackie. Yeah, I know. Michelle goes, please don't disclose that. It's embarrassing. And I said, well, if I think it, yeah. probably others do as well. But yeah. I don't know. I'm always, yeah. am I doing the exercises right? I'm never sure, Jackie. Yeah, I know. And, and the thing is, is it is very difficult to know whether you are. But the most important thing... Um, I suppose if you are doing exercises mm-hmm. for the pelvic floor, and this is mainly um, for stress incontinence. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's mainly for the stress incontinence, which is um, actually caused by pressure on your bladder. So it's the pressure of your bladder filling up that presses mm-hmm. down on the pelvic floor and you leak a little, you know. Okay. Like so this is it. But pelvic floor exercises need to be done when you're stood up or mm-hmm. when you're sitting up straight. Oh, okay. So really and truly you need to be sitting yes, right Yes, we're all straight. sitting up straight and now. And what you're going to do is you're going to actually pull inside, really mm. pull inside. Just yep. imagine you've got something inside your vagina yep. and that you're actually pulling up onto that. Yeah. Okay, and you need to be actually really feeling that pull. Mm. Now, when you first do it, you're not going to feel a great pull. Mm-hmm. So it's the more you practice it, yes. the more likely you are to feel that you're actually being able to do that. So should we be in. doing these exercises daily? Two or three times a Two day. Two or three times yeah, a day. Really. Okay. Yeah. Gosh, you need to set a timer on your phone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, why not? You know, like <laughs> so yeah. many things to remember, Jackie. <laughs> after breakfast, let's do yes. some pelvic floor. After lunch, let's do some pelvic floor. So, you know, it really does need to be done on a regular basis, and two to three times a day is a preferred option. Mm. But you only need to do. Three I or know. Four it's it's not like it's you know? a hard thing no. to do. No, it's about remembering. Isn't yeah, it? absolutely. Say, and that's why you're setting your timer on your phone. Mm. It's not such a bad thing. Yes. You know, it's like every other bit of exercise that you do mm-hmm. you know like you set a timer to say you know like okay yeah. I'll do some stretch
stretches now mm. or I've got to get off from the computer and I've got to um, look further ahead because so I can change my vision field. So yeah. all of these things are vitally important. So if you do set timers on your phone or you can have a Fitbit. Uh, I, yes. I have a little Fitbit now that gives me a little prompt and it buzzes and says mm. to me, you know, well, you do know, it's kegels. time for you to get up and walk around. And what, is, <laughs> what, what are keg- Kegels or Kegels? What are those? You to hear people talk about them. There's some sort of pelvic floor exercise, I, I think. I think that's what Jackie's describing. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sort of like so the, we're doing them. Right. Yeah. And Jackie, we talked about yoga earlier. So obviously that's quite good for your pelvic floor. Well, yeah, because obviously There's you're, a lot you're, of, you're stretching. Yeah, and, and they often and, refer yeah, to it yeah, when you're doing pulling, yoga. Like pulling yes, up, that pulling up of your insides yes, and, yeah. and, and really pulling it up inside. Mm. And, and, and even while, you know, we're sitting talking to someone. Well, we could be doing, doing them as we're doing our podcast. That's right, because you can't, you don't, you know, you don't see it. Yes. So it's a very sort of like, um, yeah. For all your aged care needs, choose Anglican Care, where every moment matters. Do, do you want me to go on to talk a little bit about urge incontinence? Because that's the other yeah, very, very... Yeah, we were going to ask about the different types of incontinence. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be great. Well, there are different types. And there's, there's functional incontinence and there's uh, mixed incontinence, which is a mixture of all of them. Mm. And I'm not going to go too deeply into functional incontinence because usually it, it, there is a um, an impairment that's, mm. that's happening there. Yeah. And it is a, sort of like a very much a medical condition that you need uh, some medical support with. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the stress incontinence, again, it's about strengthening those pelvic floor mm. muscles. With urge incontinence, it's slightly different because this is where you get this intense urge to urinate and you just want to go. Right. And we know that things like caffeine and alcohol will cause a bladder irritability. So what mm. happens is you're desperate to go to the toilet after a cup of coffee, you race to the toilet and you only do a tiny little bit and you think, what, what, what happened there? Right. And that's urge incontinence. The other thing is there's a psychological component to yeah. it. So what happens is, is you mm. get the desire to go, you, yes. think just, you get to the toilet door and all of a sudden, oh my goodness me, mm. you're going. And that is the psychological component. And one of the answers to this, and I've actually done this myself, so I know it works, is you need to distract your mind from the mm-hmm. fact that you're actually getting to the toilet. Um, and so like singing. You know, like people will see me singing down the hallway at work. As I now wave, we know why. Yes, that's right. As I wave <laughs> past them, I'm yeah. singing, singing away a song or something. Mm. And basically it's because if you do have that urging conscience, which does come with, with later mm. in life and also comes particularly when your bladder is, has been irritated by coffee. I'm not prepared mm. to give up coffee. Okay. So therefore I have to suffer, mm. you know, a little bit of urge incontinence. Yeah. What I can do is I can stop myself from actually leaking before I get to the toilet mm. by distracting my mind. Yeah. So so that's the other uh, sort of thing. And a lot of people don't realise that. And when I read about um, urge incontinence and, and, the, and the need to sort of do this little song or yeah, something. Yeah, sort distract, of distract your mind. Thought, oh, yes, but you know what? Oh, really it's pretty works. powerful, yeah. that sort of stuff, it's though, isn't powerful. it? It's very yeah. powerful. It's very powerful. But, of course, um, other things can cause urge incontinence, um, neurological conditions, diabetes. So it's really important if you do have any incontinence at all that you Mm. do get to talk to your doctor Mm -hmm. or to go along to see an incontinence nurse. We're very, very lucky in um, the Hunters that we have some fabulous nurse practitioners incontinence Mm, um, that that run clinics and are a mine of information about some of the facts. I mean, I'm really touching the surface of mm. this issue and yeah. and I probably am have, simplifying a little bit. You yeah, know? <laughs> well, it's probably a very deep yeah, issue, but it, it can be really impactful on your quality of life, I imagine, if you're suffering from of it. Of course it can. 
yeah. of course we can. And, and you know what? It's something we don't talk about. Yes, so, I know. I was so very reluctant to do this podcast, but Michelle made me. <laughs> I did. Yeah, because and, it's and too important. That's right. And the, and the thing is, it's about reassuring people. Like, Because there's mm. people who actually isolate themselves at home. Yes, I can imagine that would be the case. Because, because of that, you mm. know. I've had a friend who, where we go places, she wants to know where the toilets are going to be at every destination yes, and right. wants mm. to know how far that car trip is because yep. she has this, when she needs to go, mm. she's like got to go. She needs to go. But that's why it's also really important to talk to a continence nurse Mm. um, and, you know, and your GP will probably refer you to a continence clinic because they can tell you on the best pads, Mm. you know, the the pads that are the most discreet, but however, they have the really amazing deodorizing, the little tiny pellets inside of them that absorb the fluid so they actually Mm. turn to gel. So you wouldn't even know that someone had a continence Mm. pad on and there's absolutely no smell. Mm. And some of those pads can take up to two litres. Oh, wow. So, that's right. So, mm. you know, so wow. exactly. So, you know, when we go down further down the track where mm. people really are having like flood, that's the scary one is when mm. you just flood. People, you know, yeah, they, they, they hold on, they hold on, and people. all of a sudden when it comes, it mm. just gushes. Those, you know, if you've got a really good pad on, you can feel mm. really confident yeah. that no one's going to even know that that's happening. Yeah. That could be so embarrassing, oh, Jackie. So absolutely embarrassing. awful, absolutely yeah. terrible. And, of course, the other thing, too, is if your pelvic floor is a little bit um, compromised or you've had some trauma in childbirth, you can get a little bit of fecal incontinence, and that's mm. even more traumatic mm. to people. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, so it is really, really important to get in early mm. and talk to a health professional and and really work out, okay, what type of incontinence you've got, whether it is there is something you can actually do about mm. it because there are some some surgical interventions mm. and um, things that you can use um, to to help if you've if you've got sort of a prolapsed um, uterus or or the bladder even is a, mm. a little bit. Um, and what about down. physiotherapists? I think that I've got a friend who had a, b- a bad childbirth yes. and ended up being referred to a physiotherapist yeah. Yeah. for this this very exercises. thing. And they are absolutely yep. amazing at actually giving you the right exercises and giving you tools that you can use. There are actually little things you can actually. Yes, I did inside. have a bit of a Google yeah. around before right. today <laughs> and saw some things. Yes. Yeah, so there's little tools that you can use to actually, um, you know, to put inside the a vagina that mm. help you sort yes. of like do that. Pull Get those, so you're really yeah. sort of like working hard mm. um, to hold things in. Tell your friends about Let's Talk Seniors by Anglican Care. They want to be hip too. And yeah. so, Jackie, with the urging continence that you're talking about, does the pelvic floor exercises help that as well? Or is that more the stress incontinence? Yeah, that's more stress yeah. incontinence. Okay. I mean, it can help. Look, yeah, look, so it's good to have strong pelvic most floor. Most people have a bit of both. Yeah. And, and most okay. women over 65 will, like I said, four in 10 women. I think that's, mm. I yeah, think that's, that's a very, big statistic. I think that's a conservative. Yes. I really do. Oh, okay. A lot of people don't actually confess up mm. yeah. <laughs> because of the you know, Yeah, because of the embarrassment. So yeah. I think it's probably a lot higher as women age and mm. get older and as men age because of course then they have the prostate which mm. causes because the other thing that happens is is that sometimes the prostate can be enlarged and it can cause a residual um, amount of urine to build up in the bladder and you only actually go when you have a, a, a like overflow yeah so you know so the actual bladder is much fuller mm. and uh, it just can't hold anymore and it just squeezes out a little bit at a mm. time and for that one there's very little to stop it yeah so you've got to get to the core you know the cause of it mm. and a lot of older men who have prostate issues can sometimes have that and the dribbling uh, mm. you know, that, that goes as well and you know it is it's 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 a very intimate part yeah, of the body it's a um it crosses over subject. with sexuality mm. so you know that it, it interferes mm. with, with your sense of you mm. know um who you are and, and i think that um you know it, it's not easy to talk about and it's really mm. important to find yourself a health professional mm. like a physio yeah doctor 
practice nurse, mm. continence nurse, someone who you feel really comfortable with. Yeah, I think with. the continence nurses sound like a really great option. Look, I just think they're amazing because they keep up to date. Yes. Um, they keep very up to date with the latest products mm. that are available, but they also keep very up to date with, you know, and connected in to that, that allied health model of, you know, making mm. sure that, the, you know, you've got the physio on board, occupational therapist maybe, mm. you know, and even a dietitian to actually talk about, you know, what yes. foods are maybe, you know, triggering off, you know. Well, the, I've been sitting here thinking about how we talk about how important it is to drink your eight glasses of water a day and I guess something like this would really not you wouldn't want to do it yeah like it would be a real barrier yeah well water shouldn't be a barrier that's the thing no water shouldn't be a barrier at all because um you know normally we would go two or three times a day Mm. and the water just means your volume is 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 mm. a, a greater capacity and you're flushing through your kidneys and mm. things like that mm. and it's a it, you know a lot of people actually do drink less because they're concerned about that yes i imagine you know, and tea is probably worse than coffee mm. sometimes you know and, and tea can be a really really big trigger and i'll talk to people and they say no i only have a couple of cups of tea a day because mm. i don't want it but if they actually had five glasses of water they'd have less problem than if they had two cups yeah, of it's tea. such an irritant isn't it that's exactly right and so once the bladder is you know is a bit irritated mm. unfortunately it um it can be very yeah very upset <laughs> um jackie back to tr- um to pads and things for lbl i know that these days they even have underwear that have a uh, special underwear for for these situations for both men and women kylie have you ever come across those uh i have heard of them yes i haven't yeah yeah that's a good alternative yeah, to pads. yeah i agree yeah, yeah there is and and you know what I, and I guess if they if they're odor proofed and mm. they're safe, then that you know that's a, great because it's obviously better for the environment. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and they can be rinsed out, and particularly if you've only got a, a small amount of incontinence, mm. and even the tiny pads that fit inside your own underwear can be really good. And you can actually have anatomically shaped pads for males. You know, they actually sort of have mm. more of a pouch at the front. Yeah. And for women, obviously, you, you definitely want to get continence pads, not, mm, not menstruation yeah. pads, because obviously the focus is going to be more at the front mm. um, so that you're actually absorbing, you know, the fluid uh, more effectively. And that's why I suppose, again, you know, talking to someone about what's available because your supermarket brands may not be the best option yeah. for you. Right. And some of these big companies that deal just with continence. Yes. Well, you see um, a few ads on telly these days for incontinence right. aids. Yeah. yeah. And, and often you can get them a lot cheaper too. Yeah. So just and, bringing it into the mainstream a bit. Um, and not forgetting that if you do have incontinence, you are entitled to a rebate. There is a Commonwealth continence rebate that actually help with the purchase of pads. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what that is, but I think it's about $1,300 a year. No, I could be wrong. It could be about $160 a year, but it's to help towards the purchase of the pads and it's a continent scheme and you just have to get it signed you just fill Mm. out the paperwork and get it signed by your doctor or your um, nurse practitioner yeah you know and then that can you can either give that to your chemist and then they'll provide pads or you can actually sort of like you know cash it in and um, and purchase the pads separately so yeah. yeah okay you've spent a lifetime creating a home it's where you belong as you age Anglican Cares Home Life can help you remain happy and independent in your very own home Find out how at anglicancare.com.au. So, Jackie, your first port of call is is your GP. If you're having any any issues, yeah, I think I think probably it's a good idea to talk to the GP because sometimes medications can cause incontinence. Oh, okay. As I said, diabetes can sometimes be first show up with people having um, frequency. Um, you know, and someone who needs to go frequently to the toilet. Mm. What happens is the body is an amazingly miraculous 
thing and it will actually try and get rid of anything that's detrimental to the body so obviously if your sugars are high the body is going to try and get rid of that and the way to get rid of it is to pour fluid in and get you know flush Mm. it out let's flush it out and so often one of the early indicators of diabetes can be that frequency of going to the toilet all the time Mm. so very important to go and get that medical checkup yeah, and Go, probably sooner yeah. rather than later, Jackie. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, even if there's nothing that, um, you know, that the doctor picks up, at least you flagged it, you know, yes. you flagged yeah. it and you can actually, you know, monitor it. And it's always that first time talking mm. to about this is for the first time mm. once you sort of get used to it and mm. you get a bit more blase about it yeah. and you meet other people who have a similar yeah. problem because it's common uh, it's yeah with, your, yeah, common. with yeah. your statistics jackie yeah, yeah. it's obviously and your doctors heard everything haven't yeah. They? yeah yeah that's right and mm. usually they're very very up on what mm. you know what is available within the community and they may well refer you over to a continence clinic mm-hmm. um which is probably you know your next best option because that's you know once you've got ruled out all the medical causes mm-hmm. or a medication might be causing it or a medical reason once you've drawn those things out you need to start looking at the you know the pelvic floor mm. the psychological impact mm-hmm. um, and also the psychology of the earth incontinence you know of being able to distract yourself um, from that at the time yeah Okay, well, great information, Jackie. I'm sure everyone will find that really informative. As you know, we have a little lucky dip for our special guest. So we're just, oh, yours is heavy. Thank you. Oh, this looks very lovely. Oh, what is so this? Do you want to well, let good. us know? I've got, I've got a yoga mat last time. Yeah, oh. And, um, I did, and oh. so I've been using that yes, yoga mat. Yes, that's great. Yoga, which is perfect. Good for the pelvic floor as well. Oh, gorgeous. Oh. Sea, a beautiful sea salt, salt and this. This looks amazing. This is, oh my goodness me. What is that, Jackie? I think this is a sea salt rose. Oh, it's it's a beautiful candle. Oh, lovely. Love candles. A a soy candle, sea salt rose. Oh, it smells. Mm. It smells absolutely beautiful. Thank you, girls. Our pleasure. Thanks, Jackie. Thank Thank you. you. Bye bye. We look forward to chatting to Anglican Care's Executive Chef Aaron Campbell in our next informative podcast on reviving your love of cooking. If you've lost your mojo, Michelle. (laughs) Which I have. (laughs) Do you have any topics you want Kylie and Michelle to discuss? Get in touch by emailing letstalkseniors at anglicancare.com.au.